Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Darren, Mr. Dorse Fists, Border Da, Pranang Da, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast where you get news, raw SmackDown, NXT, and pay per view re- reviews. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you know anybody who's a wrestling fan who likes wrestling and listens to podcasts, please share my podcast. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, and everything in between. My podcast is available absolutely everywhere. My numbers are doing fantastic, so thank you all so much for tuning in. And let's get straight into it. Hello everybody, this is Dara, Mr. Dorsefists, bringing you an exclusive podcast about the upcoming WWE Draft. No, this is Tuesday afternoon, the 6th of October, 2020, and I just want to discuss the draft briefly, because sometimes WWE get it right with the draft, and sometimes, lo and behold, they actually don't. So, this is what I think what I'd do because I seem to have more of an idea than most of the writers do now that's a harsh I know because every week they gotta produce what seven hours of main tv three hours of raw two hours of smackdown two hours of nxt one hour of 205 live well, well, I suppose three quarters an hour and main event and all that but like I said if I didn't together then that's like you know eight nine hours of tv every week not including pay-per-views so i understand it's hard for them and when it comes to stories i just, I just want, want to say murphy and seth are trying to tell them with the remissio's daughter at the moment which is a bit weird considering they had those speaking out allegations a few months ago about wrestlers being t- touched up by the trainers and stuff like that or you know another sexual stuff in wrestling which i find wrong because i've been in the back I've never witnessed anybody being spoken to or touched or anything like that. So I've never seen anything because I've seen a few things around the UK. But i never experienced or seen any, any anything. But like I said, I'm not defending no one. I'm just saying I didn't experience anything. But when it comes to storylines, like I said, Seth and Murphy, they try and their best. They ain't going to go nowhere. I'd rather them to just fight without, including Rey Mysterio's daughter. Because I know them two can tear down the house. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, the family of Simone stuff, I know that's going to get deeper, that's going to get better, and the Usos are going to join Roman, no doubt about that. But trust me, it's going to be an awesome way that's done. And Sasha and Bailey, you know, some people are not really on that, and I can see why, but if you're invested in both of them like I am, and I'm especially a huge Bailey fan, it has simmered down a bit since Bailey has, has attacked Sasha, and Sasha's come back with a neck brace. It's been quite weak, if you ask me. But at the same time, Sasha being on Raw and Bailey on SmackDown, or vice versa, it may be a bit fresh. And I think they are going to have a big blow-off match at WrestleMania. I think if one of them goes to Raw, Bailey will fight Bianca Belair, whichever show they both end up on anyway, I reckon. And Sasha will fight whoever else, whoever the, the heel is on Raw or SmackDown, depending on what, what, who goes where. And the Ali behind the Retribution storyline, that's got potential to be a good story. Is it a little bit, little too too late? I don't know. I'm glad Ali is the leader of Retribution. I think they've saved that angle because that angle's flushing down the toilet really quick, especially with all the names they've got for Retribution. No Mia Yim or Mercedes Martinez as the female members of Retribution this week on Raw. Don't know if that was by design or one one of them are doing, you know, they're doing that COVID thing like Cedric Alexander. He's apparently in the Hurt Business Bootcamp, but we know he's been around someone with COVID and they've got to take 10 to 14 days off, so, to self-quarantine. So, I'm going to be under the assumption that, you know, it's something to do with COVID. I think they should be back on Raw next week. Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, I just want to repeat one more time with Retribution. 
They are fantastic in-ring athletes. Mia Yim's a good wrestler. She used to be in Impact Wrestling as well. Mercedes Martinez, she's fought all over the world. She's a badass. So let's just hope, you know, that one of them's called Shatter. I think I think it's Mia Yim. I don't know who Mercedes Martinez is called. These names are pathetic. I hope they call Ali Ali. Don't give him an, a, a nickname like Pool Ball or Nickelback or TikTok or Nickelback, whatever the fuck. Grow the fuck up. Just call them proper names. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, brief thing on the women's tag team division. I made a point on my podcast earlier and it made me think, look, Shayna and Baszler are badasses separately. Together, they're kind of badasses, but they got that comedic little thing to them, if that makes sense. They're not full-on bad badasses. Nia Jax is laughing all the time now, especially on Raw Talk. That's the show after Raw where they do interviews and, you know, do a mini thing. Nia Jax is singing and, and being jolly, and I'm like, you're badass heels. Yeah, I have a personality, but I just want them to be more serious. I feel sorry for Lana going through the table. That's bollocks. Lana and Talia, yeah, they're like a job tag team. Um, Mandy and Dana, they're that step above. They are like the mid-card tag team who sometimes lose and who sometimes win. But Shayna and Naya need that nasty, vicious women's tag team. Like last night, the Riot Squad, they came close and they were all right. But they lack that intensity. They lack that anger. I want Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez to go after Naya Jax and Shayna Baszler. Do you know what I mean? I want to see two top teams go out there and rip each other to threads. Whoever wins, wins. But look at the women's tag division now. They split up the Iconics, which is pathetic because I love the Iconics as a as, as like a group, you know, as like a, you know, as like a parent because they're really annoying and they heels and they sound terrible, which means they're doing the job right. They split up Oscar and Kyrie Sane. They split up the Golden Roll model Sasha and Bailey. You know, they if they could put Mandy and Dana Brooke together as like a team and they wear they wear the same outfits and they're both blonde, they're both strong and they're both sexy. Surely they can put another random team together on Raw or even SmackDown or even NXT because any tag team from M Divisions can have a go with the women's title because the women's tag team titles are represented on all three brands. Now, Casey Canzaro and um, Kristen from NXT. Sorry, Kaden Carton, not, not, not Kristen. They are okay, but again, they look smallish like Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Like, I'm not saying you've got to be big-bodied and fat and strong to fight Jax and Shayna Baszler, but I want to see two teams just go at it, slightly bigger women without making the small women not feel less important. It's pointless Zelina Vega and Nikki Cross going after them, if that makes sense, you know? I want to see two big women go at it with them. Not that there's that many on the roster. But you know what I'm trying to say without body-shaming people. The slimmer and smaller they are, the less threat, in my opinion, in the women's division, especially Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, they'll rip your arm off and throw it at you. Um, even if they done, even if they tag Rhea Ripley up with, I don't know, um, Shotty Blackheart, you got two contrasting styles. They both not doing anything at the moment. Um, Rhea Ripley said on NXT Takeover pre-show on the Facebook Live thing that she wanted Io Shirai or Candice Ray, whoever won it. Who shows up on the screen? Tony Storm demanding a, a title shot, and Ember Moon comes back to an NXT for a title shot. So is Rhea Ripley in line now? Is that, is that three women who after one title they can have a fatal four way? I doubt it. So if you're gonna have somebody fighting EO, which is possibly Ember Moon, 
then have Tony Storm and the Gings Rhea Ripley for number contendership. If not, put Rhea Ripley in a team with Shotty Blackheart. You got Rhea Ripley, the powerful rock star goddess. You got Shotty Blackheart, the crazy rebel renegade with green hair. It was beautiful. Just have him challenge him. Because they're kind of like big badasses. Anyway, I'm going off topic. The draft. But anyway. When it comes to the draft, it can't be too dramatic because Rowan Smackdown, the roster is not as big as they once were back in the day. And NXT. Um, if I could pick five guys from Raw, this is, this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick three single stars on Raw, a tag team on Raw, and a woman from Raw to put the Smackdown. And Smackdown is the same onto Raw. And at the end, I may sprinkle two NXT stars, one on Raw, one on Smackdown, if that works out. Alright, so it's not going to be a, ma a massive draft change. But at the same time, these are just my ways of doing stuff. So please bear with me. Okay, from Raw to SmackDown, these are my first three top stars I think should go to SmackDown from Raw to get their careers back on track or ever. So just bear with me. I'd have Seth and Murphy fight at Hell in a Cell, but I'd move Seth Rollins to SmackDown. Alright, Seth Rollins to SmackDown. They can have their food, Murphy and thing, it doesn't matter who really wins it. Seth will probably win it, even though Murphy should win it. Have Seth on SmackDown. Have him have one or two disciples on SmackDown. Start afresh. Seth, 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 Seth has always been on Raw. Seth, I can't just <laughs> keep doing the lisp. Seth and Roman on the same show is fine. Just keep them away from each other, but at the same time, do you know what I mean? Keep them, like, don't have them tagging up. Have them acknowledge each other maybe once or twice, because they're both big heels right now. Have them on the same show, but. Don't have him tagging up, and but obviously don't have him fight again either yet. Seth Rollins, one big star from Raw to SmackDown. Another guy from Raw to SmackDown, um, I would pick. Um, now, this is a bit of a thing one, but trust me, I think it's going to benefit his career better. Keith Lee. Chuck Keith Lee on SmackDown. I think Keith Lee can have good matches with, in the, in the IC title, Sami Zayn. You know, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, again, if none of these go, go to Raw. Um, you know, The Miz. You know, you've got loads of people for the Keith Lee to work with. He can tag up with Matt Riddle again, like they did in NXT. That was a pretty good tag team, and it was go, 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 going on. The Limitless Brothers, was it? Limitless Bros or Bro Limitless, whatever. Um, Keith Lee is a future world champion, but I think you check him on SmackDown. I've been filled with Sami Zayn, new IC champion in the next few weeks, months, whatever. Good storytelling, good booking, just make it work that way. And the other biggish star from Raw to go to SmackDown. Now, this is if you this, this is gonna be a tricky one. There's <sighs> a lot of mixed things on this, okay, but just bear with me. Ricochet. Now I've said this for the last few weeks. Ricochet needs a career resurgence. Where he's a heel or face, it doesn't matter. This guy needs a resurgence. Now, since the US title last year, when he beat AJ Styles back in the summer of last year, he hasn't done much. He's been on main event a few times. He's been tagging up with Humberto Carrillo. He's been tagging up with Apollo. He's been tagging up with Cedric Alexander mm -hmm. the past fucking four or five months. And it hasn't got him nowhere. He's had, he's had a few wins, but he's had mostly losses. His character's gone. Making the guy he was in NXT. He's fooding with Velveteen Dream. He ran and just flipped all the top rope, landed on his feet to land in Velveteen Dream. And I was like, fuck, that's amazing. Now he does cheesy one-liners and calls himself some sort of superhero. 
you know, it's bollocks. Having restart again on SmackDown, push him as he champion champion, who cares? Ricochet's got all the tools apart from Mike skills. Give him a fucking manager. Give give him his his his, his Mrs. Casey Lanzaro, Kanzaro, like I mentioned from NXT, which is a tag team. Just give it in whatever, it doesn't matter. A tag team to SmackDown from Raw, not that there's any left. I mean, the Viking Raiders are injured. Sorry, one of them, Ivar, is injured. Um, Andrade and Gaza are split up. None of them are on Raw this week. The Street Profits. I put the Street, the Street Profits on SmackDown. I know I gives Raw no tag teams, hardly, but just bear with me. Street Profits to SmackDown. I think they could have new foods, new matches, depending on who they got there. Um... Yeah, I just there's no other reason just other than a fresh start. And I put Bianca Belly on SmackDown too. She's Montezfold's wife. Husband and wife always tend to follow each other. Bianca Belly, push her on SmackDown against Bailey. If Bailey stay on SmackDown, I'd have her against Bailey. Bailey took a shot at Bianca Belly on Twitter last night on one of her promos. She said something to her, I can't remember what she said, but I was like, Oh, here we go. Bianca Belly is strong. She hasn't got a win here with Bailey, but it's gonna enhance her. It's gonna make her better than, than than she is. Bianca Belly, she is strong, she is quick, she is fast, she can do anything. She is all these cheesy promos that they put on her. She is that person. She's a star. She's a future women's champion. Now I normally would have said Peyton Royce, but it looks like WWE are either holding off on that push or they can't be asked at the moment. So I'm saying Bianca Belly because they're making you know videos for her. So Right, so those are my five to Raw. I heard the SmackDown from Raw. Seth Rollins, Ricochet, Bianca Belly. What else did what else did I fucking say? I feel I fucking lost where I am now. Oh my god, I've lost what I said. Seth Rollins oh my god, what the hell is wrong with my brain? Seth Rollins to SmackDown. Ricochet to SmackDown. Street Profits, the SmackDown. Bianca Belair, the SmackDown. I said somebody else as well. Oh my god, my mind's gone blank. Guys, I apologise. I'm so sorry. Oh, Keith Lehman. Jesus Christ. I forgot. I apologise. Anyway. Um, SmackDown. Now, bear in mind, I have to make the one clear. One, Becky Lynch will not be in the draft. Even though she's a Raw superstar, because she's off pregnant, she won't be mentioned. Alright. Charlotte Flair is technically on Raw. She will probably be in the draft and she'll probably be back this week on SmackDown or possibly Raw next week. So, Charlotte Flair will be back soon. On more show, I don't know. But I haven't mentioned those two on purpose. If that makes sense. Alright. Now, SmackDown guys to Raw. Again, five guys... Three of them being top guys, three of them being like, you know, good people on high on the roster, one tag team and one woman to row. Now, I don't have much reasoning for these, but if you look at Keith Lee, Seth Rollins and Ricochet, that's three pretty big superstars, but it's, you could have three even kind of guys go the other way. First of all, my first draft pick to smack to row from SmackDown will be Sheamus. Now, the only reason why I said Seamus is because he beat Chad Gable quite convincingly. Yes, it wasn't a squash match, but quite convincingly on SmackDown. He's got nothing to do on SmackDown. He's been for Jeff Hardy. He's lingering around. I think he'll go on Raw. Being a three-hour show, Seamus would benefit from 
being on Raw. That will make more sense when you get my drift after this week's SmackDown on Raw. Sheamus to Raw, Jeff Hardy to Raw. Even though these guys are feuded to the past in the summer, they may cross again, maybe on Raw if they're on the same show. But Jeff Hardy and Rick Ricochet in a way are like even swaps. Keith Lee and Sheamus, you could say, are kind of even evenish swaps. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy to Raw. I think Jeff Hardy needs a career resurgence. He's got two years left on his wrestling contract. I th- I think he should end his thing now on Raw. He's done all he can on SmackDown. He's been Intercontinental Champion. He's not going to fight Roman Reigns for the world title anytime soon. I'd stick him on Raw. The charismatic enigma to, to, to Raw. I think he suits Raw. A bit more of an edgier style to Raw. Um, one top guy from SmackDown to Raw. Now, I'm trying to think to even it out. So, to, you know, to kind of get our... Uh, Seth Rollins kind of... Uh, big guy, guy to Raw. Um, from SmackDown. Now... SmackDown's not as stacked as Raw is, and I do I know if Braun Strowman is already on Raw, but let's call Braun Strowman a SmackDown superstar. The only person I swap for Seth Rollins that's worth it is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, okay? Daniel Bryan from SmackDown to Raw, I think it'd be brilliant. His wife gave birth about three months ago. He's due back from the coronavirus thing. Daniel Bryan still got off loads to offer. He's a fantastic wrestler. He's one of my favourites. He's over as Rover. He's brilliant. I've got nothing. I am. Since I know you knew of Daniel Bryan about 15, 16 years ago, I've got not one bad thing to say about the guy. Like, nothing. Like, to me, without sounding like a kiss ass, he never did anything wrong. He can wrestle, he can talk, he can get people on, on his side, he can, make you, he can make you hate him, he can make you love him, and the guy can fucking go. The guy's a machine in the ring. You haven't seen half of what he can do. If you, if you guys only seen him in WWE, pff, that's a drop in the water in the ocean. The guy in Ring of Honor used to fucking tear people apart. The matches he had with CM Punk, AJ Styles, Roderick Strong, uh, uh, Early Tyler Black, who was Seth Rollins at the time. Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan, they have fucking murdered each other in Ring of Honor. In Ring, 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 Ring of Honor, because of the size differential in WWE, you think oh, Samoa Joe will kill Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, which is his real name. Yeah, he sometimes did, but Daniel Bryan gave as good as he got, man. His kicks and fucking chops with Samoa Joe. I remember once they had a match, Samoa Joe was purple. Daniel Bryan kicked the living fucking shit out of him. Anyway, Bryan. Instead of Seth Rollins. Now, you say, well, why would you put the Street Profits on SmackDown when they're tag team champions? Easy swap. Cesaro and Nakamura to Raw as tag team champions. The swappy tag team champions round, that's all you've done. Not much difference will happen on either show, but at least Nakamura and Cesaro will be the tag team champions on Raw. They just got different colour titles, the same as, as the Street Profits. They can just say, because they, the teams have swapped and they're on each brand, We've just given them them tag team titles. Swap. Easy done. Um, One woman star from SmackDown to Raw. Because Bianca Belly is on SmackDown. I think the perfect lady to go to Raw from SmackDown. Because SmackDown's a bit lopsided with the women and they haven't got many. My main pick for SmackDown to go to Raw is... It's not going to be a... You know, the, the women ain't that big because their rosters are thinner. You ready? Carmella. Now, I know you're thinking, she just come back, she hasn't debuted yet, she's untouchable. 
Yeah, she's untouchable. And I know Cody Graves is on SmackDown, but I think they'll change the announcers again. I think it'll be Cody Graves on Raw with Tom Phillips and Samoa Joe. And I think Byron Saxon will go to SmackDown with Michael Cole. That's what I think. If Buckamera does, that's what's going to happen. Cody Graves is going go to go to Raw. Byron Saxton is going to go to SmackDown. I'm just saying. Carmella can start their new angle off as the untouchable one. Raw's a three-hour show. Raw needs more. Asuka needs more contenders. Bianca Belair for Carmella. Brilliant. Now, they are my five guys from Raw to SmackDown. SmackDown to Raw. I'm going to add two guys that are in NXT. Put one on Raw, one on SmackDown. Just to plonk people places. Alright, now this this roster does include the 205 roster, but the 205 official roster is only Tony Nese, the Singh Brothers, Brian Kendrick, and Davari. So, I'm not going to move any of them, but these are the guys, the two people, and they are going to be men. I tell you what, I'll do two men and two women from NXT to SmackDown and Raw. So one guy, one woman to SmackDown, one guy, one woman to Raw from NXT. So my first man and woman going from NXT to SmackDown will be, are you ready for this? Johnny Gargano and his wife Candice LeRae should go to SmackDown. They've done all they can on NXT. They're both fantastic wrestlers. Both their matches on NXT, TakeOver 31 versus Damian Priest and Io Shirai respectively in the title matches should show you these two can go. Husband and wife fantastic and they can always say we'd be the first ever husband and wife joint champion so if he becomes the intercontinental champion and she becomes the women's ch ch champion that's brilliant isn't it do you know what i mean husband and wife love these guys they've been on the independence just like daniel Br Br brian has as well and samoa joe and everybody else cm punk aj styles the, 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 the list goes on both fantastic wrestlers both experienced both can help all the youngsters who are coming into it Love these guys, both of them. Love their work. That's all I'm going to say. I've kissed their ass enough. That's it. One man or one woman from NXT to Raw. I'm going to have to do Rhea Ripley. Because I think she's fantastically talented. She's big. She's smart. I love her look. And I, I got a soft spot for her. I don't know what it is. She's just a badass. And she, I, I look at her. I go, yep, yeah, you can kick my ass. Maria Ripley deserves the role. Like, again, the women's division needs a bit of freshening up. Rhea Ripley to fucking Raw going after Asuka. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? What a fucking match I'd be. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. I would pay for that. Even though I'm excited to see Io Shirai against Ember Moon or Tony Storm, give me Rhea Ripley against Asuka. Because that's going to be hard-hitting and powerful. Right, one final male guy from NXT to Raw. I will have to pick. I'm just going down the roster now, so I'm not doing this from my from my memory. Who would I like to see on Raw from NXT? Pete Dunne is in NXT UK, NXT, so you can't really, I can't include him. You know what? Who I'd put on Raw from NXT? I'm going to cheat. Not cheat, but I'm going to... Yeah. Alright. I'm going to do Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed is an elite athlete. He's one of those big guys. Those big thick guys. Like Keith Lee. Maybe, I think he may be a bit bigger than Keith Lee. He's agile. He's powerful. You can build a brand around him. He's young. He's New Zealand. I think, I think he's from Australia. One of them too. He's fantastic in the ring. He's got a good ring. IQ. He goes to the top rope a lot. He's about 400 pounds. He's fantastic. I think Raw could deal, could do with another monster-ish kind of monster kind of guy. 
There we are, guys. Easy. Now, even the last five, I could be here all day planning this draft. I could say, oh, yeah, you can add another two. I'll add another three and I'll add another four. Okay. And I've given you my five from each brand to go to each brand. And I've given you four people from NXT going to Ron Smackdown, respectively, two apiece. Now I'm going to tell you the top two superstars who we should keep on the brands that they're on now. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, keep them on Ron Smackdown, respectively, as champions. Keep them on there. Keep Asuka on Raw as the women's Raw champion. Obviously, I'm going to cheat you. Keep Bailey, but she's not included in my pick. That's obvious. You've got to pick. If you pick one woman, the other woman has to stay on their show. Only the tag team champions should swap shows, I reckon. Because Bobby Lashley is US champion, and he's with the Hurt Business, and they feed him with ret- Retribution. I'd keep the Hurt Business on Raw. I'd keep the Usos on SmackDown with Roman Reigns. Um... Like I said, there's going to be a few mid-card changes. Like, Chad Gable and Drew Gulak will probably swap shows. You know. I think AJ Styles may be a red herring. I think he may go to, go to Raw. If that's the case. Going to SmackDown. Something like... Seth Rollins is, is, is already there. Maybe Dominic Mysterio or Rey Mysterio. Who knows? I don't know. But this week on SmackDown, the draft is starts. And it continues again on Monday Night Raw. So you've got two nights of drafts. Expect to see a few cross-brand matches. Expect to see one or two surprises from NXT, like I just mentioned. I'm looking forward to it. I love the draft. But sometimes WWE let me down like they did. It was, was it last year or the year before? It must have been last year because I wasn't that impressed and I can't fucking remember it. I keep The Fiend and Alexa Bliss together. Try not to spell up any more tag teams, WWE, because trust me, you haven't got any left. You know, I, with Kevin Owens, I don't mind if he goes to Raw SmackDown. He's one of them people I'm like, I'll be, I'll be entertained wherever he goes. I love Kevin Owens. He makes my day. That guy can sell me sand. I am. I'm in the desert. I love Kevin Owens. He makes me believe stuff. I remember watching NXT before, on the NXT pay-per-views when he first came into it. And he made me hate him. He he shouted down the camera lens and I wanted to shout back. Do you know what I mean? Very few wrestlers make you want to scream and fuck. think, fuck you, Kevin, I hate you. But I love him. He's authentic. He, he looks like an, an everyday guy like me. I haven't got that much of a, of a beer belly no more, but Kevin always re- represents me, I find. He's got the same build as me. Okay, we don't look alike, but do you know what I mean? He's my kind of guy. He represents me, speaks for me. I love his reference about the Ministry of Darkness and the Brood on Raw. That was fucking class. <laughs> But yeah, Kevin Owens should turn heel after he feuds with The Fiend. Um, Raw, SmackDown, don't care. Just have Kevin Owens winning titles back. I can see if Kevin Owens stays on Raw and Bobby Lashley keeps his title for the next few weeks because it's Red Retribution Distraction. I can see a face Bobby Lashley. And I think the Hood Business are going to turn face now against Red Retribution. They've been acting like pricks the past few weeks, but I think the Hood Business are going to turn baby face. Well, Bobby Lashley will be a baby face. I think Kevin Owens will beat Bobby Lashley for the Universal uh, US title if he stays on Raw. He'll win in the next four months or so before Royal Rumble, I reckon. That's my guess, guys. That's my prediction. Hey, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler, as Paul Heyman would say. Um, yeah, that's basically it, guys. That's my. That's what I think they should do for good business. Obviously, do the draft picks I said. And obviously, chuck a few mid-carders in as well and a few jobbers and... Maybe, like I said, Corey Graves for Byron Saxton on commentary if Carmella does go to Raw because you need to keep your couples together. I think Charlotte Flair will stay on Raw um, because to beat to beef up the division. 
I think it'll be a few women stars from Raw going to SmackDown or one or two women from NXT going to SmackDown as well. Just to try and even up the roster face and heel. And remember guys, this is another prediction. I think you're going to see a lot of baby face and heel turns in the next two months. They're going to even out the roster. It's a fresh start. If these stories can be as good as the Billy and Sasha, the Alien Retribution, the, the Jimmy and Jay who saw stuff, and they attempt at Murphy and Seth and uh, Aaliyah's storyline, at the moment it looks like they're working on a story. And with this draft, it's going to reset a lot, a lot of stuff. You're going to get some new matches. I think we're going to get a few good guy and bad guy turns. Sorry, and women turns. I think you could see somebody like Mickey James snap on Raw and beat up somebody and she's going to turn bad guy. Not that it matters, but then even up the roster then, do you know what I mean? Someone like Selena Vega can turn babyface. That's the way they do it. Bit of booking dynamic 101, guys. I'm going to give you a bit of insider information not many people notice. And it doesn't matter, but it's what wrestling does. They've done it since the dawn of time. Let's say on Raw, let's say Murphy turns babyface now, right? Let's say he turns like a, a good guy. What they cleverly do without you even knowing it, right? Because he's turned baby, baby face, but I mean there's an, an an extra good guy on the roster. Deep down the roster then, say main event or whatever, they'll have Ali. Oh yeah, look, here's a good example. Ali, Ali's turned heel, look. See what they've done? One guy changes, the other guy changes. Murphy face, Ali heel. Two guys were the other way around have rotated. Years ago, Say Undertaker would return heel on Raw. Santino Morello would turn face at the end of Raw, like in another like, mini-segment backstage that wouldn't make no sense. But as long as Raw and SmackDown are balanced out on the and fields, heels, that's what they do. Trust me, watch this. Sasha Banks has recently turned almost babyface. I don't think that she's finished completing the turn yet. This week on SmackDown will probably make her sound like the bigger good, good guy than she is. But back in the background, guess who's turning heel? Alexa Bliss. See what they do? They do it sneakily without you knowing, but they always got to balance out that roster. That's my advice to you. Trust me. Say a massive heel turn happens now on Raw. Say Drew McIntyre, he joins Randy Orton and they, like a team, all they together. On Raw, uh, fuck me, trying to think of some bad guy on Raw. Jinder Mahal, heel turn babyface. Just, 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 just because. Because they even up the roster. They've done it for years. When Murphy turned last night, I was like, right, he's not going to tag up with Seth Rollins next week. He's officially turned. He's going to be a good guy moving forward. Next week, he'll probably come out as a proper baby face. Who's going to turn heel? And I thought that. But at the end of Raw, I wasn't expecting Ali to join Retribution. But guess what? That happened. But this has been happening for years, guys. I've been watching Retribution for so long, I can see it come in. So that's what happens. So the next time somebody turns baby face or heel on that show... Look out for somebody to turn the other way. It could be a small one, like Drew Gulak. It doesn't matter. As long as they even out the roster, they're fine. So, I've ranted for long enough. This thing about the draft has gone on for long enough. I've ranted too much, guys. I do apologise. But, you know, I'm passionate about this sport. I'm passionate about wrestling. I love wrestling. I can't get enough of wrestling. Professional wrestling is my everything. It's my life. I've done it. I've been there. Got the t-shirt, quite literally. How many people can say when they're growing up, I want to be a fireman or a policeman. And then they have a be become it. I want to become a wrestler. I've done it. I'm happy. I'm content. I, lo I love you guys just as much as you, you guys love it. You know, I love doing this podcast. I love it. 
Um, like, like I said, they are getting slightly better. I'm not tooting my own horn. But the more I put out, I find them they're getting a bit, bit more stable. They're getting a bit more dynamic. Um, I apologise in my last podcast for sniffing and coughing a lot. I don't, I, I'm not ill. I'm not bothered away. I'm got COVID. I didn't know I was doing it. But when I was listening to myself, I was going... <coughs> <coughs> and I've probably done it in this podcast again without even knowing I've done it. So I do apologise. I'm, I'm not ill. I'm just lying on my bed, chilling out, just venting out my views about wrestling. So yeah, the draft is just coming Friday on SmackDown and next Monday night on Raw respectively. So expect to see some fresh matches, new foods, new things go, go going on. Um, if you want to have certain people go to Raw SmackDown or NXT, just let me know. Send me an, an, an inbox and I'll keep I'll check you on on my podcast and we, we can talk about it. So at the end of the day, thank you so much for, for listening. Take care of yourselves and, and each other, guys. Life's too short. Do what you got to do. Love everyone, be nice, be kind, and let's all get on. Take care, guys. Bye-bye now.